Welcome again to Change Your Mind About You, where we learn to recognize our divine potential. I'm your host, Kevin Mack, and today we're going to extend our discussion from the last episode to take a longer look at the hidden function of seeds. Last time we discussed the relationship between trees and the fruit that they produce. While we got into a brief discussion of what happens to a seed taken from within the fruit when it is properly planted and nurtured, we did not go into detail about the spiritual meaning behind this process. We're going to discuss that today. Continuing with the example from the previous episode, we recognize that apple seeds are found within the core of an apple, deep within the apple's interior. However, neither the apple nor the seed bears any resemblance at all to the tree that produced it. Remember from Genesis 1.27 that the intention of God in creating human beings was that these human beings would reflect the image and likeness of God. But how can that be if the fruit and the seed produced by the tree bear no resemblance at all to the life form that created them? From this we must conclude that the creation of such an image and likeness is incomplete. It's a work in progress. We said last time that contained within the seed is the potential to create a similar tree. As this applies to the divine potential of human beings, let's look at the first thing God says to them following their creation. That's in Genesis chapter 1 and verse 28. It says there, God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth. Well, this is a curious statement. How does an apple or a seed within it increase in number on its own? It can't. For the seed to be fruitful and multiply, it has to somehow become a tree. For it is a tree that produces fruit. As this principle applies to human beings, Jesus, Yeshua, taught in John chapter 15 and verse 8 that this is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit. Speaking of trees, showing, your showing yourselves rather to be my disciples. Only trees in this context now bear fruit. Well, who is the original tree that we spoke of last time? God is. So you must become a tree like God in order to bear much fruit. That is how God is glorified, by becoming a replica of God, as Yeshua did. As he said about himself, I and my Father are one, in John chapter 10 and verse 30. So Genesis 1.28 and John 15 verse 8 that we, we just read are describing the very same principle. What they're really concerned with here 
are about making gods, children of the Most High, as it says in Psalm 82, verse 6, in John 10, verse 34. My friends, seeds are remarkable little life forms. For programmed within each and every seed is all of the attributes necessary to produce a plant. But all of those attributes exist as potential, meaning that potential has not yet been realized. In the case of fruit, a seed, or sometimes several seeds, are found deep within the core of the fruit produced. Likewise, deep within human beings lies a seed. As an apple seed has the potential under the right conditions to produce an apple tree, so also does that seed that lies deep within each and every human being have the divine potential to become a replica of God, a child of God. Let's go to 1 John 3 and verse 2. We read it the last time, but we'll emphasize this again. John 3 and verse 2. Dear friends, now we are children of God, and what we will be has not been yet made known. This verse is describing divine potential. It's describing God's ultimate intent in human beings. God's will is to be done. So it's in essence already done. The potential is there. We just have to realize it. And what must happen for that divine potential to be realized? Yeshua, Jesus, tells us this in John chapter 12, verses 23 through 25. Jesus replied, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Verse 24, Very truly I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat, that is, a seed, falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. How? By producing much fruit. Verse 25. Anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. This seems like a strange statement. In order for the desire of God to be carried out, though, the seed within must be metaphorically planted in the ground and allowed to die. But as it dies, does its life come to an end? It appears initially as if it does, but what actually happens is the divine potential within that seed is released and allowed to grow into a tree, which by producing fruit like its parent produces many seeds. In other words, the seed is transformed into another life form. 
And this transformation from seed to plant happens on earth. Likewise, the divine potential within every human being, call it the divine seed, is intended to be transformed into a divine life form while on earth. It is to occur in a similar fashion as it did with Yeshua, with Jesus. Yet according to Yeshua, what happens during this transformation is that a death occurs, or at least appears to occur, prior to the appearance of the new life form, which is an image and likeness of God. We will speak more about this transformation in our next episode. So until that time, my friends, may the Lord's peace be with you. <laughs>